Welcome to 104 Days, a Phineas and Ferb companion podcast. Hi, I'm Callie. And I'm her dad. And this is episode 27, The Flying Fishmonger. So this is the one where they jump the McGregor's Gorge and Dr. D wants to get revenge on his childhood bully by kicking sand on his house. So, uh, Also, what... his bully has really big feet. This is the first time we've gotten a backstory uh, of Doofenshmirtz's awful childhood since way back in Raging Bully, uh, which was season one, episode five, when he, he learned that he had really lonely birthday parties. This time, the backstory had to do with uh, Boris, who had these big black boots. That's why they called him... Big black boots, Boris, the bully. Say that ten times faster. There's another recurring alliteration with the letter B. And so along with that... What do you mean? What do you mean? Alliteration? Alliteration is when you repeat the same consonant sound. No, no. What do you mean the same thing? Uh, Again with the letter B? Yeah. Well, like the Ready for the Bettys. Betty Bongo, Betty Bass Guitar, blah, 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 blah. Oh. And also the previous time with all of the instruments, it all started with B. Oh. Also, I would be Like we just talked about in the Dr. last episode. I would be Dr. D's friend. Well, that's awfully nice of you. Yes. And then the name of his... He in- may be evil, but so are a lot of people, but... Is he evil, though? I mean, he's not that evil. There are lots of people more evil than Dr. Doofenshmirtz. I mean, guess so, Yeah. I like the names of his innators. His innator, just the one innator, but he he couldn't decide on a name. So one of them was the now who's blinded by sand innator or the who's crying now innator. How about children or babies? How about children or babies? Yeah, they're crying. Babies cry. Very trying. Okay, so I guess while we're while we're talking about Dr. Doofenshmirtz and Perry, that, that portion of the episode, let's talk about the formula. You could argue that this is the first time that we've gotten a perfect 10 on the formula. You could argue. I'm going to give it a 9, though, docking it some half points because they don't say, where's Perry? Instead, there's this little exchange between Isabella and Phineas. How about you? You do as Isabella. I'll talk for Phineas. I brought this cute little toy over for Perry. Where is he? Huh. I don't know. So that's it not... It counts. Where, it counts. I'm that's calling That's not it. where's Perry, but... So I'm giving that a half. Search it. Also, at the end, it's not, oh, there you are, Perry, but he says, hey, Perry. But since I've changed my definition for greeting Perry, there's the point where... Uh, I'm not going to get it in my... It's not in my top three. I'm, I It's my number... I guess it's my number six. But the the scene where, where Perry... And I was are, starting to write it down. I thought it was really funny, but I started to write it down. I'm like, eh. The scene where Perry was, was going to try to break in, and it, it ends with Dr. D just saying, oh, just come in. But the music in that scene, like this little the spy music, it was, it was really... It was cool. I liked that music. But... Yeah, so we finally got almost a perfect 10 on the formula. So that's really cool. So now I wonder, and we had eight on the last episode, nine the episode before that. So maybe they've really gotten into their groove with the formula. So we had two different versions of the song, the song being the Flying Fishmonger. There's the 
old version, the one that made it rain because it was so dreary. He's a fishmonger and he's fly. That's what it said? I thought it was in another language. No, it was in English. And then there's the newer version where they say, Holy, holy mackerel, holy, holy mackerel. Because that was the name of his bike, the holy mackerel. The holy, holy mackerel, holy, holy mackerel, holy, holy mackerel. And I ran out of breath again. And the other first I wanted to point out was while they were singing the new version of that song, we see uh, Grandpa Reg, he got a name here, Reg. Reggie. Uh, doing the Charleston, which is a dance that's like, ah, what? It's from the Roaring Twenties, right, Callie? So like a hundred years old. That's before YouTube. Why don't we go on to our top three? I'll go first. I thought you said I was going to go first. You're, you'll go first. Okay. Younger. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I need to go first. I'll go first. I'll go first. <laughs> All right. So my number three is when Baljeet is out there promoting this jumping of the new McGregor's Gorge and Buford's making fun of him because he's dressed up in a... Fish. Mac, like a mackerel suit. No, he's dressed up as a fish. Yeah, a, mac, a fish. A mackerel is a kind of fish. Why? And it's just, just like tuna is a kind of fish. Or swordfish. Or goldfish. A goldfish is a fish? I thought it was a dog. <laughs> anyway, so... While he's doing this advertising, a, a couple girls walk up and they're like, oh, I love your outfit. I thought it was only one girl. It was. There's definitely not only one girl. Are you hallucinating? <laughs> I saw one girl. <laughs> I'm telling you. Back, 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 back. Back, 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 back. Back, 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 back. Right there. Hmm. Ha! <laughs> hmm. Okay, so it was only one girl. I must have been seeing double. So we need new eyeglasses, Dad. So this one girl walked up and said to Baljeet, I love your outfit. It's so cute. Then Buford gets this look. And the next thing, it cuts really quick to Buford, also in a mackerel suit, promoting, promoting the jump. Callie, what's your number three? My number three is when Uncle Grandpa Reg was just a little, like a boy, and he was trying to go over the gorge, and then it started to rain, and the guy was like, let's go. And the woman's like, yeah, I got teeth not to brush, but in a British accent, and I don't feel like doing one, so I'm not gonna... Yes, playing off the long-standing joke about British people having bad teeth. That was actually my number two favorite moment. So we'll go right back to you, Callie, for your second favorite. Though my number two is when Linda said, that hat might be on a little too tight. <laughs> really, that's like a whole subgenre of funny comments is the comments that Linda makes about Candace. When Candace says these things that appear to be completely crazy, but of course are accurate. Hmm? Uh, my number one is when, is during uh, Dr. Doofenshmirtz's backstory, when he's talking about how Boris is always kicking sand in his face and he does the old, 
the the thing with in comedy where you do something three times and it's it's funny because you do it three times. So like the first two are normal, right? He was in my sandbox. He kicked sand in my face. On my first date, he kicked sand in my face. It went like playing in the sandbox. Sand. Right. On my first date. Sand. And then balancing my checkbook. And he's in his, his laboratory. Sand. So that's funny. That would have been funny enough right there. But then they went for a fourth one. And the it says, beach. At the beach. Oddly enough, no sand. But he was he was worried. Anyway, so that was it was funny on the third one and funny on the fourth one. That was my favorite bit. I didn't really show. find it funny, but I guess I guess. That's fine. We have different that's why we have two people doing this list. My number one is when the, they're flying because the one of the bra- wings broke. Right. Well, right before then, this is my number five. So we almost got. Should I also just mention my number four while we're at it? No. So this is my when when the the wing breaks. Phineas just again with Phineas just so laid back. So is Ferb. So is Reg. Phineas looks at the they're wing like, and yeah, says, this is "Normal." He says, "That can't be good." And then there's a pause while Ferb and Reg just look at him, and then. Then he says, spot of tea. Phineas says, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, That's I also... cartoon logic for you. It definitely was funny And when, also evil scientists explaining their plants so the good guys could foil it. Well, that's it for this episode. If someone was going to send us an email to let us know what their favorite moment was, how might they do that, Callie? Callie at, and her dad at gmail.com. That's how they would do it. Now, Ferb's line. There were a couple of points where Grandpa Reg went on this long, this long story. It wasn't. Well, I mean, just like this long comment that he made that had a lot of all these British terms that uh, Phineas didn't understand. So the first time he did it, he turned to Ferb and said, "Translate." When he was younger, he did a bunch of stuff. Although, to be fair, that was quite the paraphrase of what he actually said. It was a much longer. But then, at the end, he again went on a long run of British... Terms. British-isms. <laughs> and uh, this time, Phineas looked at Ferb, and Ferb said... I have absolutely no idea. But, but I understood. You did? What do you mean? I'll explain it to you later.